What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Black 850, where we're going to teach you how to get credit for your financial freedom. As always, shout out to my boy, Devontae Vanegar, for that amazing instrumental. I appreciate you, my guy, Tay V Beats on Instagram. T-A-E-V Beats on Instagram. Y'all check them out if y'all need an instrumental. All right, so this one, this episode is special to me and all my future entrepreneurs out there, future business owners. All right, so this episode, you definitely want to, you know, tune in again, get your, you know, your pen, piece of paper, type it in your phone, whatever you got to do, write this stuff down just because it's going to help you out tremendously in the long run. Okay. So what are we going to be talking about today? Right. We're going to be talking about how to form a business step by step. All right. Now, this is my own personal checklist and order that I went in personally. Uh, if you haven't, if you have a particular order that you like, or if I miss out, miss anything, hey, please let me know. You know, I like to add it just the way I can help more people out um, and suggest, you know, you know, different things that they may want to add to the list and help them out in the long run. All right. So let's get right into it. How do we form a business step by step? Now, before we get into it, I just want to give a little, you know, background. So some people that are driven entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, they seem to not pursue a business plan or idea because they don't know how to start. Okay. So one thing that I want to point out is, or they're afraid to start. One thing that I want to point out is, right. Um, the best thing that you could do instead of making excuses, in my opinion, to not start something is to ask. All right. Uh, whether it's you asking Google, DuckDuckGo, Siri, um, or one of the one, one way that I recommend is if you're getting into a business similar to someone that has the same business, or hell, even if you know somebody that owns a business, just go ask them and say, "Hey, what does it take to start a business? Like, what do I need? What what do I need to do first? What what is a what is a checklist that you had where you went and got all these different things to start your business? All right, where do I begin?" So definitely use the resources that you have. You know, you have a you basically have a computer in your in your hand all day long, known as your phone. All right. Simply look up how to start a business in blank, blank, blank state, whatever. And it should give you a detailed list. Um, some things can be outdated, so you may not have to worry about particular things like licenses and permits. But just make sure that you, you know, reach out to your your cities that you live in, the counties. So you can go to your city hall, say, hey, like I want to know. What does it take to form a business? They may give you literally give you a form. You pay like, I don't know, $30 and they say, all right, here you go. You got a business license. OK, so it, it just depends on where you live and all that good stuff. But definitely use people around you that own small businesses and just say, hey, look, help me out a little bit. I'm trying to figure out how to start my own business. All right. So let's get right into it. So how does how to form a business step by step? All right. This is completely my opinion. This is the, this is the, the order that I went in. All right. So do your own research and do your own due diligence. All right. So first things first. All right. What are we going to call the business? All right. All right. 
what are we going to call the business? So basically the name and also the logo. So I kind of put two into one. You basically want to know what you want to call your business and you want to do a, a trademark search on that. You want to basically go to different search engines uh, like trademark engine, trademark, trademark, uh, trademark Kia, something like that. I believe that's what it's called. Uh, you can go to the the U.S. Uh, PTO website um, and just literally type in the name that you like and see if it's taken. That way, you know, you're not wasting time and money um, starting a business that has a name that's already taken. All right. So first thing you want to do, figure out what your name and logo is going to be and then just do a trademark search on it. All right. Next thing is once you figured out your name and you're, you know, and you got your logo and you're content and happy with what you have. OK, definitely go to a graphic designer um, and see what they can do for you. There's plenty on Instagram, Fiverr.com. Or if you have a friend that's really good at drawing, um, hit them up. Maybe they can help you out. But once you got your name and logo, the next thing you want to do is you want to get a business address. This is very, 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 very important. I cannot stress this enough. Very important. Get you a business address. Now, some people are like, man, I ain't got enough money to go, you know, buy a building or lease out a building. That's cool. I got you. Check this out. You're going to get what's called a virtual office space or a virtual address. Okay. What is a virtual office or a virtual address? Basically, it is a business or a building or a business that has a building with multiple offices, mailboxes, all that good stuff for people like you and me that have small businesses that do not have the capital just yet to maybe rent out a big office space or buy a building, whatever the case may be, right? So what So what they do is they have mailboxes and or office spaces that they rent out. It could be anywhere from between $40 a month all the way up to 200 and, you know, or $375 a month, depending on your industry and what vision you have for your business and your needs specifically. So you can go to a website called Regis.com. Link will be in the show notes. Okay. You can go to Regis.com, R-E-G-U-S.com, and literally type in your city, the, the, the closest metropolitan city to where you live, right? So for example, I used to live in Alabama. The closest metropolitan was Birmingham. So what you would do is you would type in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's going to pull up a few locations. OK, depending on which location that you like the most, you just go and you scroll through, you click on the, the specific location and it's going to probably give you a little brief uh, pricing list on what options you have. I recommend setting up an appointment to take a tour of those different office spaces and buildings and meeting the people in person, because sometimes the prices might be a little different. They may have updated something or changed something or whatever. Uh, so definitely. Set up an appointment in person so that way you can get all the information in detail right in front of you. Okay. So go to Regis.com for your virtual address or virtual office space. Um, type in your nearest metropolitan city and see what uh, location you have at your disposal. All right. Once you figure out what type of service you want from them, you literally fill out the paperwork, uh, give them your business name, give them your, your name, date of birth. Uh, all that good stuff. You don't have, depending on the, the, the company, you may not have to have an EIN number and all that stuff. Okay. I personally didn't have to have mine yet. Um, so it was very beneficial just because I didn't 
want to have to put my apartment address on my business um, paperwork, then go get the business address, then change it and do all that. So with most most of the cases, you don't have to necessarily already have, um, you know, your business articles of organization, EIN number just yet. OK, so go get that address. Um, once you sign up, then what you're going to do, OK, you're going to keep that information, make sure you keep receipts. So when you make that first initial invoice payment, keep that receipt. OK, then you're going to go to G Suite G. Sweet G S U I T E. All right. You literally get on Google, DuckDuckGo, Safari, and you just type in G Suite. Okay. It's going to basically take you to the Gmail um, format, but it's going to be where you can purchase on a monthly basis. You can purchase a business email literally for like $12 a month. All right. And depending on how many members you have within your business. So, say if you have a, it's just you and your cousin, that's a two member. And let's just say it was LLC. It's a two-member LLC. You would, you would just basically select that. Just go through the different prompts that they give you um, and whatever best you know fits your needs. So about $12 a month for the email if you want a domain name as well. So let's just say your company is called XYZ. You can literally get a domain name that's XYZ.com. Okay? So you'll literally get that. That's another $12. So you'll probably pay with taxes and all depending on where you live about $26, $27 a month for both of those. So now you got your domain and your business email. Okay. Now what you're going to do, you're then going to go to, and this is something I recommend. Um, this company does not pay me or anything like this. I just use it off of a recommendation and it's very, very, very user-friendly. It is a company called Ink File. Okay. Link will be in the show notes. It's a company called Ink File, I-N-C-F-I-L-E. Ink file is basically you can go on there and you can register your business. All right. They'll you type in all the information you have about the business, all that good stuff. They're going to basically submit and process everything for you to the USPTO um, and all that good stuff. And they're going to basically give you your EIN number because um, they get it from the IRS. So you don't necessarily have to go through that process of getting it. They're going to give you an EIN number. They're going to give you Argos organization. Uh, they'll even recommend what type of permits and licenses that you need on the particular city or state that you live in, depending on your business. These are some of these things. Some of these things are add ons. So just, you know, make sure you're reading and taking your time because you don't want to necessarily add an add something that you don't necessarily need or want. Um, but they do have add ons to where you can add like, oh, I want I want my, my application to be processed uh, within three business days. It's like fifty dollars extra. Or, you know, you can add, you know, um, register, you get a register agent for the first year for free, depending on what package you choose. Um, just a, an abundance of things. I mean, you can get, they, I think they personally work with Bank of America. So if you want to do a Bank of America uh, business bank account, you can. Um, I don't particularly recommend that just because I recommend physically going to a bank. Um, if you don't have a Bank of America close to you, go to a bank that you already have a relationship with. And actually start that business account. You may get more incentives that way. That's what I did. Okay. So you're going to go and register your business with Ink File. Um, literally select the state that you're in, type in your business name exactly how you want it. Pick the entity name that you want. So LLC, S Corp, C Corp, DBA, which means doing business as whatever you want to choose, right? 
Then after a few days, once your application finished processing, it's going to give you, you know, it's going to tell you your EIN number. Okay. And then you're going to have your Argus organization. You'll be able to print all that off. And you're, what I recommend doing is printing all of that off. Receipts, articles of organization, uh, the form with your EIN number, the form with your business address on it, all that good stuff. Basically, all the, the paperwork that you that they filed for you, they're going to just email you copies saying, hey, this is what we did. And it, it's, it's been processed. I recommend printing all that off. And the next thing you're going to do. So number six, uh, you're going to go to the bank, whatever bank you choose. And you're going to open up a business checking account. Take all of that information that you used, that ink file gave you when they processed your application. Take all of that with you to the bank because they're going to say, hey, do you have your articles of organization? Do you have an EIN number? Um, do you have um, you have this, you have that, blah, blah, blah. Driver's license, all that good stuff. Okay. Depending on your bank, they may print out a debit card for you right there on the spot that you'll be able to use. Uh, depending on your bank as well, they may require that you have $50, $100 to open it. Okay. Um, just to obviously start the bank. Uh, the bank account. Uh, also, depending if you do go, I don't, I don't know that this for every bank, but if you bank with a particular bank and they say, all right, so this, it, it'll be $7 a month service fee um, for opening and opening up this particular checking account. But once you hit a certain amount in your, in your account and you keep that each month. So say, for example, they say, okay, if you have a, if you have twenty five hundred dollars in your account e each month, consistently, they'll waive the let's say a seven dollar a month uh, service fee. So that means you now have a free business bank account on a monthly basis because you met that 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 threshold of having at least minimum twenty five hundred dollars in your bank account on a daily basis. Okay, so good incentive there, um, depending on where you go. All right. Next thing you're going to do um, is you're going to go to, um, I recommend Wix or Squarespace. You're going to get your website. Depending on your industry, make sure you do your research. Okay. If you're in a high, high risk um, particular industry, definitely just Google those um, and see like what high in, high risk industries are. You may have to, you may uh, have to do a different website if you want to do payment processing. But for example, if you want to use like Wix or Squarespace or Weebly, all that good stuff, if you want to use those particular accounts, you can use their page. But if you have a high risk industry or a business, then they'll basically flag you and you won't be able to use their payment processing. OK, so you may have to get a high a high risk merchant account or you may have to go through another uh, payment processing, but you can still use their page for your website landing page. OK, um, I particularly use either Wix or Weebly. OK, they're basically sponsored by the same or owned by the same company, which is uh, Square or Squarespace, I believe. Um, but definitely recommend going on there, making you an account, um, designing your website. If you don't want to do it yourself, uh, you can easily contact the uh, graphic designer or go on to fiverr.com and just see if they'll design one for you. And I believe Wix, Weebly, and Square actually have their own services or uh, text that'll actually design it for you. Definitely look into that more if that's the, the route you want to take. All right.
So next thing, number eight. So QuickBooks, I recommend getting QuickBooks so that way you can keep up with your taxes. Um, they have a lot of great uh, services where you can have a live bookkeeper um, that works within your company with you and can kind of keep track of your receipts um, and then what you can do as far as tax write offs. So that way you're properly preparing, your, preparing your taxes each year for tax season. OK, so that way, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want the IRS coming knocking on my door and say, hey, run me my check. <laughs> OK, so make sure y'all actually are you know, keeping track of your taxes. The best way to do that is to one, either go to city hall and ask a, uh, a city official, say, hey, what are the city taxes? What are the county taxes? What are the state taxes? What is the, what is this, the federal tax? What is social security tax? Whatever taxes that you have in your state, in your particular city and county, make sure you ask certain officials or you know, Google them, Safari, DuckDuckGo, whatever you wanna use, and write those down Keep them handy so that way you know exactly what how many how much in taxes you need to take out per transaction or during each year, each quarter, whatever you want to do. So that way you're not, um, you know, getting a phone call from the IRS. All right. So definitely recommend QuickBooks. You can also use QuickBooks as a storefront. You can post, you know, different products and services. They do have payment processing where you can send invoices, all that good stuff. I definitely recommend them. Very user friendly and easy to use. OK, and they do have now they do have a uh, debit card um, product to where, you know, you can get paid up to two days sooner. Um, you don't necessarily you can use them at, you know, thousands of different ATMs, all that good stuff or anywhere where Visa and MasterCards are accepted. So definitely a good incentive if y'all are interested in that. Plus, depending on the, the time of the year and the season, all that good stuff, I know that for the first, I believe, three months, you get the monthly services uh, or the service plan uh, at 50 percent off for the first three months. So another good thing to take uh, take uh, take heed on if you're you know wanting to go with QuickBooks or, you know, you can obviously also keep up with your receipts on everything that you buy. Um, or do within your business, uh, just put them in a folder and then take them to a CPA um, and just ask them to, you know, do your taxes for you and, you know, your write-offs and all that good stuff. And, you you know, do it that way as well. All right. Number nine, the next thing is another one of my favorite uh, checklist items is the net 30 vendor accounts. So what is a net 30 account? Basically, it's something that you would apply for within a net 30 vendor. Um, and you go onto their website like Office Supplies, Granger, Quill, Uline, Business T-Shirt Club, Gimpler, and Creative Analytics. These are just a few. Basically, this is how you would build your business credit. You basically go to one of these vendors and say, "Hey, I'm a new business. Um, I want to apply for your Net30 account or your or a line of credit." And um, that's pretty much it. And then you basically put in your business information all that good stuff, your, your Dunn's number, um, which the, I, I completely missed that. It's, it's part of the EIN. So you get your EIN and Dunn's number. Uh, you just go to dunnandbradstreet.com and apply for your Dunn's number. Um, but you put your EIN, Dunn's number, business address, all that good stuff, your name, whatever, put all that in there and each one of those. And you would basically apply for their net 30 vendor accounts. So what that is, is that sometimes depending on the, the vendor, you can buy something and then they will invoice you, <clears throat> excuse me, they will invoice you in 30 days. 
meaning net 30. You don't have to pay off that bill until 30 days later. Okay. So by doing this, you know, between six to eight months, it builds your business credit. So that way, when you want to go to the bank that you're, you know, doing business with, you can apply, you can apply for business credit and may not have to use your personal credit as a personal guarantee in order to get approved because you've built personal credit. Okay. So you want to definitely go to either Granger, Quill, Uline, Business T-Shirt Club. Business T-Shirt Club is also, is uh, also a, um, it's a, an annual service fee that they have $69.99. So once a year you pay $69.99 and you get to use, uh, get the benefits of their website, uh, Gimpler and then creative analytics is another one that is $79.99, uh, annual fee. So once a year, $79.99, uh, to use their products and services. The next thing is your business license, depending on what state and city you're in and all that good stuff, you will need to get a business license or permit. Um, depending on what industry that you're in, you may or may not just make sure you do your due diligence when it comes to that. And it's simply just, you know, Googling it or duck, duck, going it and then, or going to your city hall and saying, Hey, what business permit do I need to have for my particular business? It may just be a form you fill out, uh, pay a little fee and then you're pretty much set. All right. So make sure you look up which licenses and permits that you need for your particular uh, business industry and within your city and state. And the next thing is uh, business business cards. Um, I recommend Vistaprint because they're, they're very uh, uh, inexpensive. Um, you can get a, a lot of business cards. Uh, they have great designs and all that good stuff. Very uh, user-friendly. Um, but I, I definitely recommend Vistaprint for business cards. So that way you can you know be more professional, get your name out there. Uh, when you go to different events, you can hand out your business cards. You know You can put your phone number, email on there, uh, social media so people can find you. Okay. And the last thing, one of the most important also is filing a trademark. Okay. So if you're in a particular industry, um, especially with a lot of proprietary information, um, you want to make sure you file trademarks for anything, business name, your logo, um, designs that you have, different products that you have that are unique to your business and you. Um, you can do this also in Inkfile um, if you want to. Inkfile can actually, you know, you can submit the application with them and they'll send it to the USPTO. Um, you have to wait, you know, depending on what it is, you have to wait anywhere between three to 12 months um, for the application. So unfortunately, it is one of those slower um, things that have to process. But you want to make sure you definitely do this as soon as you can. It is a little pricey. And, you know, if you file a trademark for your business name, and you have a separate logo outside of your name. So if it's XYZ company and then you have a, a logo above that outside of just the letters, you do have to file an, a, um, a separate application for the logo as well, a.k.a. a picture. OK, uh, so make sure that you save up money for that, because that's probably one of the bigger expenses, along with filing for your business entity. Um. So very important that you file for trademarks to protect your name so nobody can use it. All right. So I hope I hope this list helped. Um, this is the order in which I went in when I formed my business. Um, and it definitely is a great tool that I use when helping uh, when I want to start another business or helping out a friend or family member when they want to start a business. All right. So I hope these, you know, 12 steps helped you. 
Um, I'll put links in show note in my show notes for different things so that way y'all can check it out. Um, I'll, I'll also have a link in the show notes to become a client if you'd like me to help you build your, your personal credit or your business credit. Um, I appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of Black 850, where we're going to teach you how to get credit for your financial freedom. All right. So thank y'all for tuning in. Shout out to my boy, Devontae Vandegrift for that amazing instrumental at TV Beats on Instagram. Y'all be safe and be easy. It's better than TV.